0: What was previously perceived as nerdy is now viewed as original. What I like about nerdiness, geekiness, is it doesn't really matter what you're into. It just means you're not a follower. Kristen Bell. You're listening to Jamie's Bits of Jam. You're listening to The Jamie Spits of Jam, a monthly storytelling podcast where we share fiction stories, true personal stories, and poetry written by girls, women, ladies, broads,
1: birds, and bricky brave gals. Each month we choose a new theme and collect stories based on that theme, written by you, our listeners, and us, your hosts, Christina and Cassie. This week's theme... This month's theme...
0: <laughs> this month's theme... Nerdy. We're going to go with that one. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Because it's so geeky. (laughs) It's so nerdy. I should use that word since that's the theme. Yeah.
1: Did you watch Goosebumps? Yes. Do you remember
0: the episode about the geeks? No.
1: There was like a kid, like he was in high school and everyone just would like call everyone geeky or like, you're such a geek. And it was like, he thought it was like, oh, we're all, you know, they're calling them nerdy or something, like some insult. But then it turned out that there was, like, aliens infiltrating the school, and the alien race was called the geeks.
0: (laughs) Do you remember that? (laughs) I don't don't remember that. That's such a fun
1: twist. It was one of those, like, defining twists in my, like, I was like, oh my goodness, that's so smart. It's, like, one of those things where I'm like, Why didn't
0: I think of that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you were a kid. Why would you have thought of that Yeah. Right. But, like, (laughs) even back then, I was like, God, I should have thought of that. That's so funny. Right (laughs) at an early age. Yes. I felt like an alien, like, in Mm -hmm. high school with my nerdiness. Like, I wouldn't admit to loving something too much, and I actually, like, distanced myself from people who were, like, really full-on fans. Yeah. And, like... Like, I'm still, like, learning to accept how, like, nerdy I am about certain things. Like, marine biology I've just, like, recently, like, rediscovered. Because I used to love it, but I was like, no one else loves it. Why would I? I don't want to be weird.
1: For those listening at home, Cassie currently has manta ray earrings on. So, just going with the theme. That impulse to hide what you're passionate about... Like,
0: were you afraid of recourse? I guess I was... Because I felt very alone Uh a lot. Uh So, like, I guess I just thought that, oh, if there's even one more thing about me that keeps people from, Mm. from being, like wanting to be close to me, like, if it pushes them away more, that I need to get that out of my life. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Because I don't want to make more things for, like, reasons for people not to talk to me or something. Hmm. I don't really know what young Cassie was thinking. (laughs) All I know is that she felt different all the time. Right. But Um, I still feel that way. Like, to an extent, you know? I've never, I guess for me, like... I've never
1: thought of my nerdiness as a crutch, or something to be hidden, because I'm very like, if you love something, love it, like, don't apologize, um, so I, like, wear it out on my sleeve, and I've never, I mean, even when nerdiness wasn't cool, which was, like, it was like not until like the Marvel movies started really <laughs> yeah. that like Iron Man changed everything basically.
0: Yeah. And um, then everyone came out of the woodwork yeah, just, like huge comic book nerds.
1: Even back then when nerdiness was still not cool when we were in high school or whatever. I was just like, yeah, I like Star Trek. It's awesome. Or and like I'm like my nerdiness also I feel like is very fandom based. I don't know. And I surrounded myself with people who felt the same. So, I don't know. I was always very, like, I was never afraid of that. But I understand that being <laughs> a fear. I don't know. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, just the difference.
0: To summarize it, though, like, even though I felt, like, alienated because of what I loved, like, ultimately, I think that's what made me makes me unique Mm -hmm, right like mm -hmm. you try so hard to like fit in when you're younger and then when you get older you're like ah screw it i don't care (laughs) right yeah because no one i mean fit into what yeah right exactly what are you fitting into and like no one's idea of like that mold is the same right right
1: well it's so strange like the high school mentality of it because it's like i want to fit in like who are you trying to fit in with the people who do sports, are you gonna do sports? I don't, I do the sports. I do the sports. <laughs> I think high school culture is very fascinating, and I don't think that it prepares us correctly for the real world.
0: <laughs> yeah, same thing with college, a little bit too. Yeah, better, yeah. but better. Yeah, college is just like opens it up a little bit more. It's interesting because you're basically building on your life at each section, yeah, right? yeah, and, yeah and your yeah. world gets a little bit true, bigger, true, like true. you're saying, and then like. You think that that's, oh, I have everything I need to have a happy life. But really, that's just the foundation from which to continue, like, growing and opening your life up. Right, right. And, well, we got into, like, an existential conversation all of a sudden. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I don't don't know. I just think that life's so weird. Like, it's so intangible that, like, it's really cool when you can feel so passionately about certain things. Yeah.
1: Right. Especially if you can... Do something with that passion. I think that's great. Like, your art, my writing, like, we've turned our nerdy passions into our livelihoods, which is something that not everyone gets to do. Not everyone can say that they do.
0: It feels good.
1: Yeah, I'm happy about it.
0: Me too. (laughs) We hope that you also feel happy about your nerdiness.
1: Celebrate your nerdiness.
0: Your nerdiness levels are adequate. In fact, you could be a little bit more nerdy. If you could just turn up the
1: nerd a little bit.
0: Oh, I hope <laughs> you enjoy the episode and be be more you, be more nerdy. Yeah, don't be afraid. Or I'll kill you. I'm so scared. <laughs> right now. to be alone in this closet with you. Oh my god. We start with a poem by Christina Kishbaugh entitled
2: "What a Nerd." What a nerd, I read fan fiction. What a nerd, I write fan fiction. What a nerd, every day I'm tumbling. What a nerd, I like to sit around a table with friends and roll dice to play grand adventures. What a nerd. My body is adorned in TARDIS earrings, a golden snitch necklace, a Sunnydale High track team t shirt, and knee length socks featuring the likeness of a spaceship who's sporting the number NCC1701. What a nerd.
1: I still regularly watch my favorite childhood animated films. I know every single lyric to every single Disney song. What a nerd. I attend overcrowded conventions with others like me. When I'm surrounded by my peers, I realize... Maybe I'm not nerdy enough? Or even... At least I'm not that nerdy. What a nerd. I am a fan of people who become famous by being fans of what I'm a fan of. What a nerd. I latch on to characters. My heart aches and breaks for couples who don't exist. OTP! OTP! What a nerd. I am more emotionally invested in fictional characters than real people in my life. What a nerd.
2: I get personally offended if someone doesn't like the things I'm a fan of. What a nerd. If I recommend you watch something, it's because I genuinely think you will like it. What a nerd. I can find camaraderie, solace, and love with others who share my same interests while in that same community finds scorn, judgment, and hostility. What a nerd.
1: I am a brown coat-wearing, sonic, screwdriver-wielding, half-elf, rogue warrior princess who wants to believe that her Elvermorny school of witchcraft and wizardry letter was lost in the mail. I will volunteer as tribute to defend any hobbits from the Sith-ruled empire. With my waterbending powers, I am ready to be a guardian of the galaxy and fight for a world where we can all live long and prosper.
2: What What a nerd! nerd.
1: (laughs) Our next story is by Cassie Soliday, entitled, Whatever
0: You Do, Don't Be Yourself. Dora Jacobson needs a boyfriend. Her mom says so. Her aunt says so. The checkout lady at the grocery store says so. Even the bus driver said so when she got on this bus. Never fear. Dora also has a date tonight.
3: Hey, whatever you do, don't be yourself.
0: Said the bus driver as Dora gets off the bus to face the classy restaurant that her date picked out. Jack waits beside the front doors on his cell phone as a couple walks by dressed in a tux and gown. Dora feels immediately underdressed with her romper and pure white tennis shoes. As she approaches Jack, he immediately notices the shoes, and his eyes look up her ensemble to meet her eyes. Oh god, oh, I look like I'm in high school. He thinks I'm in high school, but he says with a smile,
3: You look great. Who knew there were so many variations of white?
0: Dora pulls down on her romper to make sure she doesn't have a wedgie in the back nor the front as he escorts her in through the big blue doors. Upon entering, the choice colors are blue and green, the colors of the big blue sea. Dora is in love. She loves the ocean. She loves these colors, and this entire restaurant is themed by the huge aquariums with live fish swimming. As Jack pulls out her chair for her to sit, he notices her staring longingly into the fish tank to the side. She's currently wondering what lucky duck gets to dive and clean the fake rocks and kelp.
3: I see you're enthralled by the setting. I'm glad.
0: He says with a cute grin. Dora snaps herself out of it and straightens up. Hey, it's all right. A, a different, I guess.
3: You know, you probably don't remember this, but the first time I saw you, you were actually stalking marine bio books.
0: <laughs> That's my job. I mean, of course I was stalking books.
3: <laughs> of course.
0: He chuckles.
3: Lies. Lies.
0: Lies. Lies. Dora wants nothing more than to be a deep-sea explorer and film the creatures from the world below. Maybe live in Hawaii, start a tourism company that specializes in taking tourists on dives with underwater film equipment. They'd get an experience of a lifetime swimming with dolphins and manta rays, and she'd get to film it, they'd pay for it, and the cycle continues. But for all intents and purposes, Jack cannot find out. If she starts talking about it, she'll scare him away. And then she'll never get a boyfriend. The waiter approaches.
2: Whatever you do, don't be yourself. What? (laughs) What can I get you to this fine evening?
0: Oh, 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 okay. (laughs) Dora tries to relax.
3: Your finest sparkling wine, please.
0: And some water, please. Uh, Sparkling. Nice ad, Dora. Sparkling is more fancy. Dora tries to focus on Jack, but she keeps getting swept away when the arowana swims by behind him in the fish tank wall. Jack looks from her gaze to the fish tank and back. Jack Fenton needs a girlfriend. His mom says so. His mom's living girlfriend says so. The mailman says so. Even the lift driver said so when he dropped Jack off at the restaurant.
3: Hey, whatever you do, don't be yourself,
0: said the lift driver as he drove off. Walking over to the big blue double doors to wait for his date, he takes a deep breath and whisper sings.
3: Roy G. Bill is a girl for a man.
0: Thinking that he has a moment to psych himself up for this date, he reaches for his phone to Google search that they might be giant soundbite. Looking down at his phone screen, he sees bright white tennis shoes and a chubby pair of legs. He looks up the multi-shaded white romper full of geometric shapes within shapes and colors to find Dora standing in front of him.
3: Uh, I just looked at her as if I was a creep. She thinks I'm a creep.
0: He stutters as he puts his phone away.
3: "'You you look great. Who knew there were so many variations of white?'
0: Dora forces a smile. He makes his way towards the door and she goes, but not before pulling down on her romper.
3: "'Crap, I've made her uncomfortable.'
0: Jack thinks to himself as he follows behind. Upon entering the restaurant, Jack can't take his eyes off of Dora. She's looking around, mesmerized by the scenery of the live fish in the freshwater tanks." The kelp swaying as the lights above the water create dancing reflections across everything inside the water and out onto the tables. Luckily, Jack requested one table in particular that gets the best dancing reflections. Shades of blue and purple bounce through the aquarium glass and onto the rims of their bodies as they sit. Not only is Jack in love with everything they might be giants has ever created, but also a nerd for lighting effects and cinematography. For all intents and purposes, Dora cannot find out. If he starts talking about any of it, he'll scare her away, and then he'll never get a girlfriend. The waiter approaches.
2: Whatever you do, don't be yourself. What? What can I get you to this fine evening?
3: Oh, uh, your finest sparkling wine, please.
0: And some water, please. Sparkling. The waiter leaves the two quietly at the table. Jack thinks to himself,
3: She's so out of my league.
0: Dora is mesmerized by the fish tank behind him. He realizes she's more interested in the fish than him.
3: She knows she's still out of my league.
0: I'm I'm sorry. I can't do this, Jack. What? I I can't date. It's it's way too stressful.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I can't either.
0: You know, I'm not actually sure why you asked me
3: out. What? You're so smart and cool.
0: <laughs> we fully interacted when I'm at work.
3: I mean, that's why I asked you out to get to know you better. I hoped you would have liked the restaurant more, but that's.
0: Are you freaking kidding me? This place is beautiful. Did you see that Arowana swim by? I
3: know, it's like a dinosaur.
0: Yeah, this is the coolest place. I mean, the lighting. Look at the reflections dance across our table.
3: Are you freaking kidding me, Dora? The reflections are why I love this place. It's like the freaking ocean.
0: I would live in the freaking ocean.
3: Me too, with camera in hand. Get the freak
0: out of town. That's my dream. No way. No way. The waiter comes by with sparkling wine and a chilled bottle.
2: Whatever you do, don't be yourselves.
0: But Dora and Jack are too busy yelling their passions at each other to notice their anxieties, altering their perception. The waiter pours the wine while the new couple freaks out about how the champagne rainbow reflects through the glass and onto their table. This has been the Jammy Bits of Jam Storytelling Podcast, episode produced in sunny Los Angeles, California, by Christina Kishpaul and Cassie Soliday with music by Grace Sy.
1: Follow us on Facebook at Jammiest Bits of Jam Podcast, or on Twitter at Bits O Jam Podcast.
0: If you enjoyed the show, please share this episode with your friends and rate us on iTunes. With your help, we can promote the unique voices of women everywhere.
1: Check out our upcoming themes, and if you feel a spark, consider contributing to the show with your own story. We accept short fiction, nonfiction, or poetry.
0: Here at Jamie Spits of Jam, we believe that every woman has a unique voice. Our mission is to build a platform in which to share these voices, and that is why every writer retains the rights to their story. You're welcome. And thank you. And
1: thank you. <laughs> For more information, please email jammiasvits at gmail.com. Until next time, keep writing and embracing the most important thing that you have, your voice.
3: Oh, God, there's a page, too. <laughs> yeah.
0: Can you be the lift driver, too? In a different voice than the bus driver voice? <laughs>
3: Whatever you do, don't be yourself.
0: Said the twenties lift driver as he ah, drove <laughs> Pick a different yeah,
3: one. You'll never catch me, cameras, and don't be yourself. Ah. <laughs> it's getting worse the more I oh, do Oh, man. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't be yourself.
0: Said the lift driver who <laughs> is trying to get into Broadway shows <laughs> as he drives off. Roy G. Biv is a colorful Oh, God, name. no,
3: no. Yeah, What have you signed I mean, me up for?
0: I forgot about this. Upon entering the restaurant, Jack can't take his eyes off of Dora. She's looking around, mesmerized by the scenery. <laughs> you're breathing so loud.
3: <laughs> I'm not breathing at all. I'm, I'm holding pretty that.
0: sure it's picking up you breathing. <sighs> you're running myself. <laughs> I love you so much, I was
3: holding my breath for most of that, so I don't know what you're hearing.
0: Oh, I was hearing you breathing, mm. for sure.
3: You are You did yeah. write it intensive purposes.
0: For all intensive purposes? That's right, right?
3: Intense and purposes.
0: No, for yes. all intensive purposes. No. Intense,
3: intense. It's intense and purposes.
0: No, it's not. Yes, it is. I'm keeping it, whatever.
3: Yeah, fine. It's fine.
0: I make my own decisions. You're
3: not the only one that gets... That I'm gets, the writer <laughs> of this
0: story. Don't tell me what is wrong and what is right. I still think it's for all intensive purposes.
3: Intensive purposes would be awesome. Uh, and, and fitting to the... Excuse
0: theme. me. I'm recording. Can you not see a master at work? I'm sorry. Thank you. I love you. I part. I was
3: trying to look ahead for my for the you, next you're line. You
0: were breathing. You slapped me in the
3: nose. Throat.
0: Your nose deserved it. It's breathing too loud. <laughs> you're really cute though, right now.
3: Continue.
0: Okay, I've been given permission to continue. <laughs>